بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن تمسك بسنته بإحسان إلى يوم الدين أما بعد after praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and sending the salutations upon the Messenger alayhi salatu wassalam and upon his family and his companions and upon all those who follow upon his guidance into the establishment of the last day to proceed ikhwan Allahumma inna na'udhu bika min ilmin la yanfa' wa min qalbin la yakshar وَمِن نَفْسٍ لَا تَشْبَعْ وَمِن دُعَاءٍ لَا يُسْمَعْ Verily Allah, we seek refuge with you from knowledge that has no benefit and from a heart that has no fear and from a soul that has no satisfaction nor contentment and from a dua that goes unanswered and from a dua that goes unanswered To proceed, ikhwan, فَنَوَاسِلُوا مَعَكُمْ فِي هَذِهِ اللَّيْلَةِ الْمُبَارِكَةِ الْكَرِيمَةِ عَوْنًا مِنَ الرَّحْمَانِ الرَّحِيمِ so we continue in this blessed and noble night of ours, in the aid and the assistance of our Lord, the most merciful and the most compassionate. Mustafidina muta'alimina min madha ilmi al-hadith, min ilmi al-hadith. As we continue to learn collectively, educating ourselves and our brothers and our sisters in the science of al-hadith. فَإِنَّ وَصَلْنَا يَخْوَانَنَا وَخَوَاتَنَا الثالثة عشر سادس عشر جميلاً حديث أبي هريرة طيب من حفظه ويريد أن يقرأ فليقرأ Whoever memorized the hadith who memorized it and would like to recite it أبي هريرة رضي الله عنه أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال أن رجلاً جاء إلى النبي فقال أوصيني فقال لا تقبض فردد مرارا قال لا تقبض ما شاء الله أحسنت أحسنت رواه البخاري أحسنت فضل هشمة الله اقرأ بسم الله اقرأ عن أبي هريرة رضي الله تعالى عنه أن رجلا قال للنبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال أوصيني قال لا تغضب فردد مرارا قال لا تغضب رواه البخاري ما شاء الله حسن فضي شيخ أبي هريرة رضي الله تعالى عنه أن رجلا قال للنبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أوصني قال لا تغضب فردد مرارا قال لا تغضب رواه البخاري ما شاء الله حسن اقرأ يا ماسي ريد الحديث إن شاء الله مي الأبلس أوصني أوصني قال لا تحسبن فرددا 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 مرارا قال لا تغضب رواه البخاري ما شاء الله رواه البخاري أحسنت فضي عبد الفتاح اقرأ عن أبي هريرة رضي الله عنه أن رجلا قال للنبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أوصني قال لا تغضب فردد مرارا قال لا تغضب رواه البخاري ما شاء الله أحسنت أحسنت طيب أين كتابنا يا إخوان؟ طيب من من نسائنا حفظت وتريد أن تقرأ فلتقرأ Who from our beloved daughters or beloved sisters memorized and would like to recite the hadith then let them recite Senti, senti. 
انت وحدك يا ليلى جست وان تونايت دابا تفضل يا شيخ عن ابي هريره رضي الله عنه ان رجلا قال للنبي صلى الله عليه وسلم اوصني قال لا تغضب فردد مرارا قال اوصني رواه البخاري فردد مرارا قال لا تغضب نعم رواه البخاري احسنت احسنت طيب عن ابي هريره رضي الله عنه ان رجلا قال للنبي صلى الله عليه وسلم اوصني فقال لا تغضب فردد مرارا قال لا تغضب رواه البخاري طيب ولعل البخاري يا اخوان ذكر هذا الحديث او معنى هذا الحديث في كتابه الادب المفرد في كتابه الادب المفرد also as a benefit اخوان Bukhari mentions this narration or that which has the meaning of it similarly in his book of manners the book al-adab wal-mufrad وهذا الكتاب يا اخوان كتاب عظيم الادب المفرد the book يا اخوان الادب المفرد is a tremendous book فائده ثانيه a second benefit يا اخوان كتابه الادب المفرد ليس نفس الكتاب الذي اورده البخاري في الصحيح ليس نفس الكتاب بعض الناس يظنون ان هذا الكتاب نفس الكتاب وهذا ليس بالصحيح بنفر يا اخوان في ستودنز اوف حديث ذا بوك الادب المفرد ذا بخاري هاز اوف مانرز از نوت ذا سيم كومبليشن ذات هي منشنز ان ذا صحيح ان ذا صحيح هي از ا بوك كوت كتاب الادب ذا بوك اوف مانرز اند سم بيبل ثينك ذات ذا سيم كولكشن ذا ديفرنت احاديث ذا ديفرنت احاديث ليس نفسه أو ليس نفس الكتاب is not the same book طيب الحديث التي أوردها البخاري في الصحيح أعلى وأقوى من الحديث التي أوردها في الأدب another benefit the hadith that Bukhari mentioned in his sahih are stronger and more authentic than the hadith that he mentions in al-adab wal-mufrad so they're not the same books nor are they the same narrations Those narrations in his Sahih are more authentic. طيب قال الإمام العثيمين رحمه الله تعالى لم يبين هذا الرجل أو لم يبين هذا الرجل. He says it has not been mentioned who this man was. في هذا الحديث ذكره البخا طيب ذكره أبو هريرة مبهمن. In this narration, Abu Huraira mentions the man مبهمن. What does that mean, Ikhwan? Tfadl. Uh, his name is not mentioned by accent. That he did not mention his name. Zakarahu, he mentioned him. But he mentioned his name. So he mentions the man. A man came. Zakara, he mentions him. But he did not mention who the man was. He did not mention who the man was. ومثل هذا لا يضر الحديث أبدا. لا يضر الحديث أبدا. The likes of this Ibham will never harm the hadith. The narrator is there and he mentions جاءت امرأة إلى النبي A woman came to the Prophet جاء الرجل إلى النبي A man came to the Prophet قال الرجل إلى النبي A man mentioned to the Prophet هذا لا يدر صحة الحديث أبدا The likes of that will never harm the hadith will never harm the hadith قال وهذا يأتي كثيرا في الحديث لا يبين فيها المبهم. He says and this happens a lot in hadith يا إخوان. In the science of hadith, you find a lot of narrations in which the one that's being talked about, someone came, someone said, is not mentioned by name. وذلك لأن معرفة اسم الرجل أو وصفه لا يحتاج إليه. Why is that? He says because knowing who the likes of that man is, that woman is. Or description of him in reality is not something that you need. It's not nothing that you need. إذا قال البخاري إذا قال أبو هريرة جاء عبد الله وقال النبي أوصني هذا لا يجعل الحديث أعلى ولا يضعفه أدنا أبدا. If he mentions that that man by name, he said عبد الله came to the messenger of Allah. That wouldn't make the hadith stronger. Him not mentioning the name. Does not make the hadith less. There's no need for that in reality. 
قال وتجد بعض العلماء يتعب تعبا عظيما في تعيين هذا الرجل he says you find that many of the scholars of hadith they exhausted themselves and they did research extensively great deep research in trying to find who was this man specifically وَالَّذِي أَرَى أَنَّهُ لَا حَاجَةَ لِلْتَعَبِ مَا دَامَ الْحُكْمُ لَا يَتَغَيَّرُ بِفُلَانٍ مَعَ فُلَانٍ He says, the position that I take, Shaykh mean, is that it's not a need to exhaust oneself like this to try to find out who that person is because the ruling is the same. The ruling is the same. قَالَ لَا يَتَغَيَّرُ بِفُلَانٍ مَعَ فُلَانٍ So the ruling does not change if it's this person or if it's that person. It's the same, ya ikhwan. قَالَ يَا رَسُولُ اللَّهِ He said, O Messenger of Allah. أَوْسِنِي فِي بَعْدِ الْوَيَاتِ قَالَ الرَّوْءَ قَالَ الرَّجُلُ يَا رَسُولُ اللَّهِ وَفِي بَعْدِهَا قَالَ لِلنَّبِيِّ in some reports, it says, Advise me, O Messenger of Allah. In some narrations, the Messenger of Allah is not mentioned. It just says, He said, O Sini, advise me. Some narrations said, He said, Advise me, O Messenger of Allah. Some narrations said, He said, Advise me, without mentioning his title. Ta'ib. نستفيد من هذا الحديث الفائدة الأولى benefit number one of the hadith benefit number one of the hadith جواز أو استحباب طلب الوصية طلب النصيحة first benefit the allowance or you can say the recommendation the allowance or the recommendation to request from someone advice. Give me a reminder, Yahi. Advise me. Especially if the one you're asking advice from or reminder from, they have some honor, some virtue, and they have some knowledge. The sister, Madhalan, from our sisters, they see the sister, mashallah, she has some fadl, she has some knowledge, some understanding. And her sister friend says, Awsini akramikillah, give me some advice, may Allah honor you. That's recommended to do. Because this person has some knowledge, some virtue, some understanding. The brother sees the brother, he says, A'tini haditha, awsini bi haditha min al nabi. Hadi ustahab, idha alladhi yutulabu, or tutulabu nasihatu min. He says to his brother, Give me a hadith, yaakhi. Any hadith you wish. Give me a benefit. This is highly recommended to do. Especially if that person that you're requesting has some virtue, has some knowledge of the religion. So benefit number one, the allowance, or you can say the recommendation of asking someone for a reminder. Asking someone for a benefit. You say, Masi, Atini, Ausini, Bishay. Give me some advice, Yahi. That's recommended to do. Ahyan and Ba'adun Nas, Yakul, Anta, Mada, Tahtabiruni, Wahada Lisa Bissahi. Sometimes the brother may say, Hey, you're trying to test my knowledge. You're trying to test my understanding. Not like that, Yahuan. Give me some advice. Right? And this is something that the Salaf used to do, Yahuan. Khasatan either Rajulu, Yahruju, Mathalan, Lissafar. Especially if the person was about to travel. He would say, give me some advice. I'm about to go on a trip. Give me some advice. This could be the last time I see you. Advise me. And he would say, Fear Allah wherever you are. Have a good trip. Your wife is about to go to work. Hey, let me give you some advice. And be patient with the beautiful patience. Have a good day. These are things that we have to get back to, Yaqan. Asking your brother, Hishmatullah, give me a hadith. Any hadith you wish. The Messenger of said to the man, Do not get angry. Shukran, Yaqi. May Allah bless you. Assalamu alaikum. Alhamdulillah. These are things that the people of the past they used to do. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullah. May Allah bless you, Yaqi. 40 hadith.
طائر قال الإمام العثيمين رحمه الله لا تغضب He said the messenger of Allah said Do not become angry هذا يدل على أحيانا وفي أغلبية الغضب يؤدي إلى الشر Benefit number two When the Prophet said don't become angry This shows that in most instances In most occurrences Anger leads to that which is evil Anger, it doesn't lead to good. Usually, anger, you addi ila sharu, it leads to that which is evil. Anger, usually, not all the time, usually, fil aghlabiya, usually, you addi ila sharu, it leads to that which is evil. Falidalika kalin nabi la taqdab. So the Messenger of Allah said, don't. Get angry. Don't get angry. Try your best to control yourself. Try your best. Sometimes you have to travel. Sometimes you have to leave. Sometimes you have to take a walk. Sometimes you have to shoot some hoops. Sometimes the girls, they have to jump some rope. What else? Sometimes, you have to just write. Just write a letter to yourself. Hey, how you doing, man? MashaAllah. I'm you to you. I pray that whatever you have to do to return back to your calmness, your ease. I had a companion and make dua for him, Yaqwan. Our brother, he used to say, Hey, my buddy. How are you, man? Um, alhamdulillah. Pleased with Allah is my Lord and Islam is my religion and the Prophet is my messenger. How are you tonight? I'm good, brother. Where's your companion? Rich. Richie. He's not here today. Yeah. No, but um, you talk to him about Islam? Yeah, of course. I'm which trying is, to guide people into Islam. Am I doing is it good? I, I mean, I don't pray it's myself. It's good. You, you one for one. For Alhamdulillah. He said for real. You bring the brother. That's one for one. Inshallah, he accepts Islam. You'll get a reward. Hadith Ali. You'll get a reward. For real? May Allah bless you. Uh, and do you know whose cat is that outside? Oh, it's the Masjid's cat. The Masjid's cat. Uh, don't harm him. Don't try to steal him. He's so cute. Alhamdulillah. May Allah bless you. You too, brother. So the brother, he used to do something that you may say is strange. He used to find ease, whatever you feel. That's okay. He used to find ease at looking at the sun. When he would get angry, when he would get anxious, mashallah, he used to like shake. I forget what that's called, yeah, Yeah, like bad. Tremble, tremble, trembles or tremors. So to uh, to bring him his ease, he used to look at the sun. And he would say, that relaxes me. What's the ruling of that? Is it allowed to look at the sun? The answer is yes. That's not, there's no worship there. He's doing that, that calms him. I had a brother, he used to, this is more strange. You're about to laugh, man, see, I'm already about to laugh. The sisters are laughing already. He used to, when he, he, got, he would shake or whatever, he used to run the water, warm water, and he would put his hands under the water. And this would calm him down. The religious man reads Quran, mashallah, he may pray, the sister makes wudu, whatever you do to calm you, it's recommended to do that, alhamdulillah. Everybody has different things, people are in different phases of their life, psychologically, mentally, for example. Some people can't sleep unless they turn on water, the water sound, you know, the rain is something that's really soothing. Alhamdulillah. Islam says all of that's allowed, ya Alhamdulillah. abdu ya'budu shams, shirk. If the person is worshiping the sun, that's different, that's shirk. But to look at the sun, or listen to the raindrops, or he looks at whatever he looks at, as long as it's allowed, he brings him ease, then all of that's allowed, ya khuan. So the Messenger alayhi salatu wasalam qala la taqdab. He said, don't get angry. Fi aghlib al-awqat al-ghadabu yu'addi al-shar. In most instances, anger leads to evil. 
What's the meaning of evil? Evil is that which is the opposite of good. And evil is every sin. In every act of disobedience. And everything that will lead to the anger of Allah, you Whatever it is, if it's going to lead to Allah being displeased with you or angry with you, then that thing is evil. It makes no difference. If it's a speech, if it's an action, if it's a gesture. If you do a gesture, the angel's still right. A gesture has a meaning. So you try your best not to do gestures except that pleases Allah. If the thing is something you believe in and it's going to bring the anger of Allah, then its belief is evil. What's something that uh, Allah is displeased with from someone's belief? To believe in something. Who can give an example? Associated partners with Allah. That's the greatest of sins. And that's called shirk. Something else? Ismatullah. If you don't have ikhlas on your amal. I sent to have to show off. The person is doing the action. Whatever the action is. But he's not doing it for Allah's sake. He's writing a book. The man is writing a book. But he's not doing it for Allah's sake. The sis is authoring a book. But she's not doing it for Allah's sake. She's doing it for money. That's not sincerity. You can get money, but that shouldn't be your goal. Your goal should be for the sake of Allah. You can sell your book. You don't have to do everything for free. It's, a, it's allowed to make money. You can be a businessman in Islam. The Prophet's wife was, what was her occupation? Khadija. She was in trading. She was in business and commerce and trade. She made money, mashallah ta'ala. It's allowed to make money. However, whatever you're doing, you do it for Allah's sake. You get a job, alhamdulillah. You author a book, somebody buys it, alhamdulillah. That's different than I'm write this book to get money. I'm going to write this thousand hadith, mashallah ta'ala. I'm going to do something I've never seen nobody do. I'm going to take all the hadith from uh, Tirmidhi, Nasai, Ibn Majah, Abu Dawood, and I'm going to combine them. I didn't see nobody do that yet. Inshallah, we're going to do that, all of us. So we're going to make some money. We're going to get rich, inshallah. The sisters, you guys can help out, alhamdulillah. We're going to get some, we're going to get some paid. We're going to get some cars. We're going to get... Whatever they, the girl's gonna get some, mashallah. We're gonna get some, alhamdulillah. We're gonna get some money. It's better not to do that, yeah, Do it for Allah's sake, and we can make money after that with it. But you write it for the sake of Allah. One of the hardest things to do, yeah, One of the hardest things for a student of knowledge to do. Is to make the intentions for the sake of Allah. For the men and for the women. Nowadays, everybody wants to be a student of knowledge. Without doing the work. Everybody wants to be a sheikh. But he sleeps all day. Every sister wants to be a sheikh, mashallah. But they may not do the work to do that. It's popular nowadays. Back in the day, when everybody wanted to be a poet. Everybody wanted to be a rapper. Everybody wanted to be this and this and this because it's famous in America. Now everybody wants to be a sheikh or a sheikh, for example. Especially now with YouTube and TikTok and hip hop. Everybody's a sheikh. You look at the beginning of everybody's class now, nobody says ustad no more. Nobody says ustada no more. Nobody says mudarris no more. Nobody says mudarrisa no more. Nobody says, I give you a great title that nobody uses anymore. What do you think I'm about to say, Yekhoa? Huh? Tilmid will be an awesome one. Something even more humble than that. Nobody, you, you're not going to see it no more. Not Mu'allim. That's, that's even greater than my example. The servant of Allah. May Allah allow us to write down our books, Yekhoa. What about brother such and such? Nobody says brother no more. That's a tremendous title on the side of Allah. Ya akhi. No, you got to call me Shaykh. Oh, I don't have to call you Shaykh. I can say, brother, 
sister. She's going to say, hey, I'm a shaykha, ya akhi, bismillah. I'm a shaykha. Alhamdulillah. You're my sister also. Nowadays, everybody has a title. Five years ago, we didn't have all these mashaykh in America. We didn't have, nobody used shaykh, 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 shaykh. Now, كُلُوا طَالَبِ الْعِلْمِ الْآنِ كُلُوا دَعِيلَ اللَّهِ تَعَالَ الْآنِ شَيْخٌ أو شَيْخَةٌ Now, every teacher, every caller, don't take my word, go online. Look up any class you wish. It's going to say, Shaykh such and such. If it's a sister, Shaykha such and such. For the ones that they are shuyukh, Alhamdulillah, that's their right. But for the ones who didn't reach that level yet, it's okay, brother Naim. Alhamdulillah. To be a brother in Islam is a tremendous title. Yawasif Yawasif Allah Taala al-Mu'minina bi-sifatin ikhwa. كما قال في سورة الحجرات إنما المؤمنون إخوة. Allah describes the believers in the Quran as brothers and sisters. You don't always have to give a fancy title, yekhwa. You can be author by brother such and such. That's a tremendous title. It's not a low title. Author by sister such and such. Alhamdulillah. Everyone's a sheikh now. Now the brother gives you his phone number. He says, you say to him, Masmuka Yaqi, what's your name? He says, Sheikh Ali. Alhamdulillah. You calling yourself a sheikh? I know you're not a sheikh. None of the shayukh call themselves shayukh. They say, brother, mashallah. You hear the phone conversations. Sheikh Albani. Akbaru o min kibalu ulama fi zamanina. Yatakalamu ma'ab mukalama ma'a sheikh Abdul Mursin. Min kibalu ulama fi had al asr. Sheikh Albani is having a conversation, one of the best talks you're ever going to listen to. Yeah, I think it's on the YouTube. I forget who called who. I think Sheikh Abdul Mursin called Sheikh Al Albani. Sheikh Abdul Mursin, one of the greatest scholars who's still alive today in Medina. We gave an example last week or so. He's like the Sheikh from Africa, the big Sheikh, Sheikh Muhammad ibn Ali ibn Adam, Rahimahullah. He is like him for Sharah in explaining. Sheikh Muhammad ibn Ali ibn Adam yashrah or yashrah ahadith al-Nabi bil-kitab. Or Sheikh Abdul Mursin yashrah ahadith al-Nabi bil-sawt. The Sheikh from Africa, one of the biggest memorizers you're ever going to study of our time. He explained almost every book out by writing it. He explained Bukhari. He explained Muslim. He explained one man in one life. Allah Akbar, ya khawar. Just imagine. Anta sharahta al-Bukhari. Thumma sharahta al-Nasai. Thumma sharahta al-Muslim. Fi hayatika wahida. Hada ajeeb. Hada azeem in Allah Ta'ala. Just imagine. In one life. One life. You explain Bukhari. In one life. The whole Bukhari. In addition to that, you come back and explain Muslim. In the same life. In addition to that, you come back and explain Nasai. And what? That's tremendous, ya khawar. Well, we're trying to acquire this, and this, and this, this little shaykh is just explaining the hadith of the Messenger And when you read his book, you'll be amazed, You'll be amazed. The level of knowledge this man, Allah has blessed him with. An old man before he passed away, old man, reading, correcting the people in the chains without a book in his hand. They have the book. And he's like, this is a mistake. This is you're reading the book, and he says, no, no, that's a mistake. That should be such and such. This is from Allah Ta'ala. Sheikh Abdul Mursin was similar. He explained almost every book out also. Of hadith, but verbally. You go to his page, you go to the YouTube. You go to, I don't know if they're on TikTok. They don't really scare the scholars on TikTok like that. Huh? Some of the brothers say, y'all should take advantage of all the apps. You should broadcast on everything. Some people say that, and that's okay, Ikhwan. But there's so many apps to keep up with. We're going to have 25 devices. May Allah help us, But it's beneficial, especially for the youth. Not everyone is on the different apps. The women seem to be, they like the TikTok more. The brothers, what do we like, Yekhwan? We like, what's the brother's app? The women have their app, we have our app. We like Twitter. And then apps may differ from country to country. At any rate. Spreading da'wah, teaching the people, that's tremendous, yeah. May Allah increase us all. This Imam explained Bukhari from beginning to end, verbally. He's still alive today. Sheikh Abdul Mursin al-Abbad. You know the famous Sheikh? His son, Sheikh Abdul Razak. The one that is known in every country. 
He's, he travels to Somalia, he travels to Egypt, he travels to Yemen, he travels to Saudi, he travels to... He didn't come to America, unfortunately, yet. May Allah make it easy. He came to Britain, he came to all the... Many countries they have fallen. Some scholars say he's the most famous scholar alive today. Hmm? Yeah, Badr. Yeah, He's been to Indonesia, Malaysia. He travels, mashallah. The way we teach, he travels. The Sheikh, one month he's in this country. Next month he's in that country. Next, mashallah, yeah, He has a on Telegram. He has it on Telegram? Yeah. Oh, you got to share it. You can take it, you can listen it, and then take the test. Oh, you got to share with us, inshallah. You can listen and take the test, and he gives you ijazat for the book. Yeah, alhamdulillah. Oh, that's a blessing, yeah, You got to share with us, inshallah. Tayyip, not him, Abu, his Abi. Not him. His father is still alive, Sheikh Abdul Musin. He's the big Sheikh in Hadith. He memorized, he taught Bukhari, he taught Muslim, he taught Abu Dawood, he taught Nasai, he taught Ibn Majah, Muwatta, Bulug Maram. Almost every Hadith book out. You go to his channel, you'll be amazing. Knocking out books after book. After book in hadith. He specializes in hadith. Let's continue here. What was our second benefit? Anger usually leads to what? Ashar. Ashar. And what is evil? Opposite of good. And every sin or every disobedience and everything that can lead to sin. Uh, I didn't say that. Everything that can lead to sin also and lead to the anger of Allah is also sharr. One of our sisters can repeat, what is sharr? What is evil? Opposite of goodness, every every sin, every disobedience, and everything that leads to sin. And everything that leads to the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why the muhim yakhwan ahyanan nansa and Allah ta'ala yanduru ilayna. Wahada tafkirun li nafsi awalan walakum thaniyan. Sometimes we forget, and this is a reminder for me firstly, yakhwan, and then my brothers and my sisters secondly. Sometimes we forget that Allah ta'ala is watching us. ولهذا قال العلماء علم العقيدة أهم وعلم من علوم هذا الدين. And for this reason, the scholars they say. Okay. Do you know where the creamer is? You brothers know the creamer is here, Juan. Uh, maybe in the kitchen we can check and see if the door is open. Yeah. May Allah bless you. Thank you. What kind of coffee you got, man? Regular coffee. Never. What's your name? I always forget your name. Mustafa. Mustafa. Yeah. MashaAllah, may Allah make it easy. May Allah bless you. Yeah. Where was I in my benefit? Mustafa, you, you came in between my benefit. Yeah. Sometimes, you we forget that Allah Ta'ala is looking at us. And for this reason, the scholars of Hadith, the scholars of Islam, they mention that the greatest science from all of the sciences is the science of Aqeedah, the science of belief. إذا العبد يكون قويا في العقيدة يخطئ نعم لا بس لا يزال يخطئ لكن يخطئ قليلا جدا من النساء ومن الرجال. When the man is strong, the sister is strong in her belief. The brother is strong in his belief. They're still going to make error. You're not an angel. You're still going to make a sin. You're still going to make an error, a mistake. However, you're going to sin less. You're going to sin less. لماذا؟ why? Because you know Allah Ta'ala is looking at you. You know Allah Ta'ala is looking at you. فَلِذَلِكَ أَعْلَى دَرَجَةٍ مِنْ دَرَجَاتِ الْإِسْلَامِ دَرَجَةُ الْإِحْسَانِ So for this reason, the highest level of Al-Islam is the level of Ihsan. ما هو الإحسان? What is Ihsan, يا أخوان? حشمة الله. عبد الله كأنك ترى Ihsan, ya khwan, is that you worship Allah as if you see Him. You see Him, right? Huh? Uh, and although, I was going to say, uh, I wish I had some snacks, you know, <laughs> listen, you know, it would be, you know, great listening, but I wish there were some snacks, you know. 
Medan press fjärring. Tai, så man kan som snack på det på det här kom. Tai, you sister got some snacks tonight? Next time we try to bring some snacks in show. Medan press. Tai. Medan press fjärring. Tai, sometimes jag kvar. Ihsan is that you worship Allah as if you see him. And although you don't see him, you know that he sees you. This is the highest level of Al-Islam. And it's not like the Shia, what they say, or the Sufis rather. What do they say? What do the Sufis say about Ihsan? It's a level of perfection in one's religion. Once you get that daraja, you no longer have to worship Allah. And they have proof. They have proof, Yahweh. Don't think that just because someone's statement is weird or, or strange or low, he doesn't have proof. Having proof, لا يساوي شيء إلا إذا دليل دليل حق في حق الموضع Having proof doesn't mean anything Unless the proof is a correct proof Used in the correct position Anybody can say Anybody can say This is my proof of this statement And give you a proof That's not an issue Anybody can do that It doesn't mean that what he's giving you is authentic or he's using it correctly. They have a proof, a verse. They have a verse. Like in Fahmuhum li hadi ayah, Fahmun khati, Fahmun khati. What about them? They have a verse. They're going to give you a verse, Surah Al Hijr. But their verse, how they're using the verse, is incorrect. They say, What's our proof that there's a station you can reach? And when you, re and when you reach it, you no longer have to worship Allah. They say we have some proof. Hat, give the proof. They say, "Qala Allah Taala, wa'abudu Rabbaka hatta yatiya kaliyakin." That's the ayah, Surah Al-Hijr. They say Allah says, "Worship Allah until certainty comes to you." They say, "See, certainty to us is this platform. If you reach it, you no longer have to pray. You sisters no longer have to cover. You brothers no longer have to give sadaqah. You reach the level." No more worship on you. We say, no, yeah, you're understanding the ayat mistakenly. Nobody from the companion said that. Nobody from the people of knowledge said that. Not one. What is yaqeen here? What is certainty here? Death. As Bukhari mentioned, and Abu Ali and the great Imam they mentioned before them. Certainty is death. Certainty is death. How many times the sisters they wear the mikayish? They put, mashallah, that, that, that face concealer stuff. They look like baby dolls. Alhamdulillah. And they put on that lip stuff. So, other day I was watching Interview with the Vampire. So, there's this vampire named Santiago, right? He was playing a role in the Interview with the Vampire. And there was this guy who he killed. It was a monk who he sacrificed. In Christianity, it was a monk who sacrificed his life, his uh, love. Bowl to his maker, so he kicked the monk down, and the, the monk went to heaven. But his prayers got no remuneration, and he went straight back down. You know, it's a pretty good uh, movie. Interview with the So, how many times the women they wear the makeup and they put on that foundation and they wear this and the likes and they look like models, Muslim models? We say Alhamdulillah. What's the ruling on that? Can a woman put on the makeup, the lip stuff, make her face look mashallah, and then she puts on this foundation? What's the ruling on that? It's allowed for them at home. It's allowed for them in the house. If she comes out of her house? What about if she what? She comes out of the house? With the hijab. And she wears the niqab. That's allowed then. She's with the sisters and she looks up. Mashallah, girl. Oh, you look like this. You look, oh, alhamdulillah. You look beautiful. That's fine. Amongst the women. No problem. She comes out the house. Alhamdulillah. No man can see that. She gets in the house. Alhamdulillah. 
And that shows the honor. I remember, I have a lot of Christian stories, Ikhwan. كَمَا قُلْنَا لَكُمْ قَبَلُوا مَا كُنْتُمْ مُسْلِمًا أَنَا كُنْتُمْ نَصْرَانِيًا فَعِنْدِي قِصَصٌ كَثِيرًا As I mentioned to your brothers and sisters before, I wasn't always Muslim. So I have a lot of when I was Christian stories. One day we're going to come one night and you're going to have to get some, some popcorn and tea. Inshallah. We kick the sisters out and just have some brother night and stay up all night. And every story I'm going to start off with, when I was Christian. And you're going to be amazed. I have a lot of them here, Khan. One of my most humbling stories of Islam, uh, before Islam, when you look at the Muslim woman, as a Christian, the Christian is supposed to dress like the Muslim, but they don't do it. When I was a Christian, and I see the Muslim woman, and you can't see nothing. Her khimar, niqab, some of them, mashallah, hajilbab, mashallah, ba'duhunna, some of them even wear gloves. May Allah reward these women, ikhwan. Some sisters, you can't even see their face. MashaAllah. You can't see nothing on their body. And some of them even go to the next level and they cover them hands. MashaAllah. That's from Allah. That's from a man. This sister's covering her face. Alhamdulillah. Covering her body. MashaAllah. They totally outdo us, ikhwan. I remember last two weeks ago we were in the gym and we had to leave the gym. We're working out, alhamdulillah, this sister comes in. May Allah reward her, bless her. Alhamdulillah, working out, her kimar on, had a little workout, jilbab. And we're sitting there, me and some of the brothers, we got our sweatpants on, our shirt. How are we going to work, compete with that? She's outdoing us, even in working out. Her kimar is on. I don't work out my goofy. Astaghfirullah. What gym were you at? Uh, the Planet Fitness Day. Do you go to Planet Fitness? Yeah. Have you seen me there? Nah, no, I never saw you there. I'm sure you go. Yeah. May Allah bless. So now we see the girl, Alhamdulillah, dressed up as the Muslimah, and our workout is over now, Yaqan. We have to come, come tomorrow when she's not here. Tayyip, <laughs> how are you going to compete like that? So the women are always outdoing the men. So as a Christian, you see the women outside, you can't see nothing. And they get in the house, Alhamdulillah, they take their stuff off. I thought that was the most honorable thing. That your wife, your sister, your daughter, outside, no one can see her. And then she comes in amongst her family, and now she can get comfortable. I used to think that was the most honorable things I ever witnessed. For example, you see the brothers who dress on the sunnah, you can't see them. They go home, they take their thobe off. You say, Hamdi, I didn't know you had your pajamas on under there, yaqi. MashaAllah. At any rate, that's honorable, yaqi. I thought that was one of the most humbling things I've ever experienced as a non-Muslim. Tayyip Namshi Yaqwan, let's continue inshallah ta'ala. So what do you say about, there's like influencers that came on, they're like fitness influencers, and they only like hide their bread and butter as like male influencers. What do you say about that? Tayyip, sometimes Yaqwan, it doesn't mean that they're doing something wrong. The aura of a man is different than the aura of a woman. No doubt. No doubt. The man doesn't have to cover his shoulders. Yes. The man can cover from his navel to his knee. Yes. But nobody religious is going to go outside with a tank top on as a man and he's trying to be religious. Nobody's. They use that like as an argument. They use that to argue what's allowed. But that's a weak argument. Let's start off our argument, what's allowed? No. Why not start off with what's recommended? Or what's obligatory? Nobody's going to start off with, this is allowed. Allow means what? What does allow mean? What did we learn? There's no sin on it. There's no sin on you. There's no reward on you. The one who does it and the one who leaves it off are the same. There's no reward. So why only someone of ignorance would argue what's allowed? No. Let's start off with what did Allah uh, command? What did the Messenger of Allah command? What's recommended? Let's start off with that. So if you're going to be an influencer, and this reminder for myself also, firstly, as I mentioned, we need some type of workout thobe. <coughs> Maybe we can go to the Samadhi Mall one day and see if somebody there can take one of our old garments and make it workout-ish, workout up. If I can say that. <laughs> Tight, maybe cut the sleeve or somehow loosen it a little bit. Yeah, like a, uh, what's the one that the Pakistanis they wear a lot? 
Yeah, maybe wear like some a longer shirt or put like a, a big, a big shirt. Yeah, something like that. Shorts. Yeah, something that covers you more. You know. At any rate, that sister there, she chased every Muslim out the gym, all the men. What's a few brothers state, but may Allah us all yeah. At any rate, so somebody may use that, but I think they're trying to they're bearing trainers, for example. And you can also work out without showing your body off. Sometimes you may roll up your sleeves, you get hot. You have your hoodie on, you may take the hoodie off. At any rate, but you don't have to get naked in your front to work out. Yeah, that's, that's what the, the, usual, the usual like show up there. Yeah, and that's the thing. Some of the trainers, they're calling to themselves. That's a business for them. So they want to show I'm in shape because they're selling the product. They're the product. So look at my muscles, look at my strength. Oh, buy my product, sign up with me, pay your money, buy my, buy my drink, buy my bar, drink my milk. But, Get my clothing, no problem. However, that's a business. The one that's really working out, you don't have to show off. You like that, yeah. Some of the strongest people in the gym, they're the least naked. They're the least naked. Who are you impressing? Some of the brothers, every four seconds, you gotta walk past the mirror. We see you, yeah. We know you. We see you. Alhamdulillah. That same bar was right over there, but he has to walk past. You know. Are you coming for yourself, or are you coming from someone else? That's why you love the Muslim. The Muslim يَفْعَلُهُ لِلَّهِ He's doing it for Allah's sake. If he's not an entertainer, or he's not an athlete, for example, trying to make a team, he's working out for the sake of his Lord, usually. So he doesn't have to get naked, for example. The women, they do it. This is America. Everything is nakedness in America. Everything. Everything is connected. You're watching the news. The news. Al-Akhbar. The news. And this lady comes in. MashaAllah Ta'ala, no clothes, no... You're about to talk about the weather. You can wear clothes. This is America. Everything is nakedness here. You're watching a cartoon. And the little girl in the cartoon, the little character, she's a bunny with no clothes. This is America. Everything is connected to nudeness or nakedness, if I can say that. Tell that shit. There was a brother who was doing a promotion for his workout. Uh -huh. There are two blessings that most people are deprived of, most people squander good health and free time. Yes, the Prophet mentioned it Amman. He mentioned it generally. True. So you can say good health generally. It could be health of your spirit, your mind, your heart, religiously, mentally, psychologically. The Prophet mentioned it generally. Yes, no problem. But that would be like vague. Like the people of knowledge don't use it like that. However, generally you can say that it's better to be in shape. The Muslim that's in shape, yes, is... He has a blessing that the other one doesn't have. You can say that. There's another hadith that some people give you. I give you one better than that. Hadith Abi Huraira. That some people they say, Juan, uh, about the strength, about having mother, about having quwa. Al mu'minu al mu'minu al qawi ahabu ilallahi min al mu'min al da'if wa fi kullin khairin ihris ala ma yanfa'uka wa sta'in billah. المؤمن القوي خير وحب الله من المؤمن الضعيف وفي كل خير احرص على ما ينفعك واستعن بالله ولا تعجزن الى اخر هذا الحديث سلام حديث اخوان the messenger of allah says the strong believer and is the point the strong believer is better and more beloved to Allah than the weak believer. But in both of them are goodness. Be diligent upon those things that will benefit you. And do not have inability. To the end of the hadith. Some people say here the Prophet said Qawi, the strong believer. And he mentioned it generally. But somebody may say, hey, the strong believer physically. And you can't make it specific. The Prophet said it generally, keep it general. That's why some people argue about pictures. One of my closest companions, may Allah increase him, he reminds me often. He says, you video your classes. Sometimes we video our classes. He says, but your shaykh in Yemen, 
He says that's not correct to do. I said, yes, he does. That's true. At any rate, I said, what's the hadith that he uses? The hadith is general. About the sawwir. Uh, that all of those who musawwir, they fashion images, are going to be in the hellfire. I said, you translate it to be every picture maker. Those who snap pictures. I said, that's not what the Prophet said. That can fall under that. But he didn't say that. The word sawwara does not mean to take a picture of your phone. It does not mean that. In the Arabic language. It means to fashion. To fashion something with an image or the likes. Like the people of Quraysh used to do with their dates. They would make idols. The scholars, they say, the strongest opinion, that this is talking about those who fashion images. They create images. Not that you take a picture. Not like that. This is general. Some people try to use it specifically. That's hard to do in Islam. إِذَا قَالَ تَعَالَى شَيْئًا عَمُومًا أو قال النبي عليه الصلاة والسلام شَيْئًا عَمُومًا صَعْبٌ جِدًّا لِلْعَبْدَ If Allah says something generally, or the Prophet says something generally, it's hard to make it specific. If Allah says something specifically, it's hard to make it generally or general. At any rate, it's, you need proof to do so. So these are some of the ikhtilafat of the people of Al-Fiqh. But there you can say that generally, but going back to the initial question here, it'll be better, even though you're working out, but we know why they do that. They're selling themselves, maybe selling their clothing, selling their drink or their power bar. And they feel like, if I show you my strength more, you're going to buy it. You're going to buy my product, for example. At any rate, I think you can still do that same thing, especially as a Muslim, and display your Islam, for example. That will be more honorable in a lot of Muslims. You're still as strong. You're still as strong. You don't have to be butt naked. Not butt naked, but you don't have to be naked, take off all your clothes just to work out. You don't have to do that, ikhwan. And the women, may Allah help all our women, when they come, there's no way you're comfortable there. You have on what you don't wear in the home. That's something you wear outside in, in your bedroom. And you're working out like that. And that's why pop, I think working out now is, pop, is so popular now. Because the women come and they spoil it for everybody. And now every woman, except those who have some religion and some deen, they are almost naked. And may Allah help us all, ya let's go to the next hadith. And then we'll come back to this hadith, inshaAllah ta'ala. hadith number 17. I'll say it, you say it. I'll say it, you say it. قَالَ النَّوَوِيُّ رَحِمَهُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى قَالَ النَّوَوِيُّ رَحِمَهُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى عن نبي يعلى شداد ابن أوس رضي الله عنه عن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم قال إن الله كتب الإحسان على كل شيء فإذا قتلتم فأحسن القتلة. You guys have a كسرة أو الفتحة. كسرة. فأحسن القتلة. وإذا ذبحتم فأحسن الذبح. وَلْيُحِدَّ أَحَدَكُمْ شَفْرَتَهُ وَلْيُرِحْ ذَبِحَتَهُ رواه مسلم On the authority of Abu Ya'la Shaddad ibn Aus May Allah be pleased with him On the authority of the Messenger alayhi salatu salam Who said إِنَّ اللَّهَ كَتَبَ الْإِحْسَانَ عَلَى كُلِّ شَيْءٍ that verily Allah wrote perfection upon everything. So therefore, when you kill something, or when you kill rather, then kill in a good manner. Kill with perfection. And if you slaughter, then slaughter in a good manner. Slaughter with perfection. وَلْيُحِدَّ أَحَدَكُمْ شَفْرَتَ 
and let one of you, meaning each and every one of you, sharpen shafarata, the blade, the knife, the sword. And let him bring ease to the thing that he's slaughtering. Collected by the Imam Muslim. مثل هذا الحديث يا إخوان يعلمنا مرة ثالثة أن الإسلام كامل. The likes of this hadith, as we mentioned often in this book, shows that Islam is complete. Islam is complete. يعلمنا النبي عليه الصلاة والسلام أولاً أن الله تعالى كتب الإحسان في كل شيء. Firstly, the Prophet is teaching us Islam. Allah decreed, Allah wrote, Allah laid out. When you do something, you do it good. Al-Ihsan, perfection. We translate it, they translate it to be perfection. At any rate, it doesn't mean perfection, but the best that you can do it in. Allah has established, Allah has wrote, has written that Al-Ihsan ala kulli shay. That doing something to one's best upon everything. Whatever you do, the brothers are barbers, mashallah, some of the brothers are barbers here. You be a barber to the best of your ability. The one brother is a mailman. Allahu Akbar. You be the best mailman you can be. The sis is a teacher in the school. You be the best teacher you can be. Kataba Allah Ta'ala Ihsan ala kulli Allah wrote Ihsan, goodness or perfection upon everything. Whatever it is. The brother there at the gym, he sweeps up. Alhamdulillah. Whatever it is, you have honor, nobility. You do it to the best. Nobody's going to sweep the way I'm going to sweep. Nobody. When I vacuum, I can make nice lines. Sometimes I can make a circle. I can make a triangle. Alhamdulillah. Whatever you do, you do it to the best of your ability. If you kill something, you kill it the best. You author a book, author the book the best. You're going to make some clothes, you'd be the best seamstress you can be. You slaughter, you slaughter in the best manner. Then the Prophet explains, how do you do that? That the person sharpens the blade. Why do you sharpen the blade? Hey, now it's easier to, to kill the animal with less pain. With less pain. Even arguing. Whatever you're doing, do it the best. This doesn't mean you humiliate and debase. Not like that. Oh, the brother just said, be the best arguer. Hey, that's why your father, he used to be, and your mother. Not like that. We can argue in Islam without debasing one another. We're brothers. Sometimes you have to say to your wife, hey, I love you, but I'm not talking to you for three days. There's no debasing. I'm not going to humiliate you. I'm not going to come, hey, that's why you used to be on. Not like that. And then we take joy in talking bad about one another. That's not from our religion, ikhwan. The Muslims are brothers. You should never talk bad about some, your Muslim brother. You shouldn't talk bad about no one, especially the Muslims. Even if you know some bad, I know you're bad. Play it, but it's safe with me. Because you're my brother. I'm going to cover your sins the same way I hope that Allah Ta'ala covers my sins. And that's another sunnah that we forget, dear ikhwan. Make it excuses for your brother and sister. You know the sister doesn't pray, so you tell the people, Oh, she don't pray, ah. Oh, not like that, yaakhi. You make al-udhr, excuses. That's from our religion. Some of the Salaf used to say, Hassan al-Basr used to say, Rahimahullah Ta'ala, وَلَعَلَّهُ مِنْ عُمَرْ أَصْلًا And perhaps Umar was the first one to say this. الْمُؤْمِنُ يَا إِخْوَانِ الْمُؤْمِنُ يَأْتِ بِأَكْثَرْ مِنْ سَبْعِينَ عُذْرًا he would say, the true believer, he comes with over 70 excuses for his brother. Over 70. When the hypocrite doesn't make no excuses. 70. Even if you see the brother, I see him smoking. No, that wasn't him. That's one. Maybe he didn't know. That's two. Maybe shaitan entered into his body and possessed him. That wasn't really him. That's three. Maybe he's ignorant. That's four. Maybe he's sick. That's five. And you just make excuse after excuse after excuse. That's from the son of our Muslim. That's from Islam, Yaqwan. The believers are brothers and sisters to one another. And we shouldn't rush or be happy to spread the faults of another Muslim and another Muslim brother or Muslim sister, Yaqwan. So this is the hadith that is memorized, inshallah. Hadith Abi Ya'ala Shadadi bin Aus. And may Allah bless you all. Man you read the new advent. Who wants to call the advent tonight, Yaqwan? May Allah bless you all.
So if you slaughter, then slaughter with perfection. All of the scholars are like stars. They are beautiful to see and learn from. MashaAllah, correct? May Allah bless you.